Did you know there are more than 17 million different usable weapons in Borderlands 2? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello and welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 124. My name is Gareth Bray, and I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? I'm doing very well, Gareth. I'm still stinging from being told off, but, just, you know, just we'll, told we'll Paul gloss off. over that. Just told Paul <laughs> off. And he was doing an Xbox, putting codes into his Xbox at the same time as we are recording. Unbelievable. You just can't get the stuff, can you? I know, I know. Um, on my virtual right is Mr. Darren Edwards. How are you doing, Darren? Hi there, I'm very well, thank you, yourself? Yeah, very good. You're, you're a good boy. Paul's a bad boy. I do, I do try <laughs> to be professional, good. as I'm sure we all do on these podcasts, exactly. and that's what our viewers, uh, listeners rather, tune in for, I'm sure. Exactly, the professional <laughs> <laughs> high quality word. High quality journalism and professionalism. It's great. Um, <sighs> and on my virtual opposite is Mr. I'm getting married in the morning. Mr. Richard Dobson. How are you doing, Richard? <laughs> Hello. I, I just want to say uh, that's a side of Gareth I've not seen before, but in all honesty, I, I didn't mind it either. <laughs> oh, okay. I was teaching yesterday, you see. That's what happens. When oh, I'm in teaching, when I'm in teaching mode, today, like that. <laughs> teaching with them on their bloody phones all the time when I'm doing something. Like Tapping Mul- away on the phone. Multitasking. Well. Um, good. Hello, you, Richard. How are you doing now? Richard, let's go straight to you because you've got a big weekend ahead, haven't you? I mean, yeah, I guess so, <laughs> in the context of things. Um, well, so this week I've mainly been writing a uh, a groomsman speech because I'm getting married this weekend. Um, and Congratulations, mate. Thank Congrats. you. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Don't don't say this on a public podcast. No, sorry, yeah, no, I, don't, I, don't mean, I don't mean the, the forum. Yeah, I don't mean the wedding. I mean, I mean the speech ah. and doing that in front of ah. everyone. <laughs> I found out. So we're we're getting married on the Friday, and the the service is going to be about twenty minutes, which is just about manageable. Um, but then it's the the day after where we're having a big pie, and there's going to be a, a best man speech before mine, where I'll be getting rinsed for the best part of 10 minutes and then i've got to go on stage and deliver this this speech myself and yeah it's, a, it's an awkward feeling yeah you'll be fine richard you'll be fine paul you've been married any any, any hints what do you say about the speech um what do i say about the speech just just wing it i mean that's what i did just stand up thanks everybody for coming have a drink see you later bye <laughs> um <laughs> Honestly, it was 19 years ago, mate, and I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning. So the chances of remembering anything about the speech is somewhat slim. I do remember actually saying that. I do remember quoting from a Bruce Lee film I'd watched the night before. So that went down really well. Yes, absolutely. I'll tell you, it's... I've worked Top. it in seamlessly. Top tip, watch Bruce Lee before you get married. Absolutely, yes. It's like a finger pointing away to the moon. That's what you need to remember. Oh. <laughs> oh, is that the quote? That was that was half of the quote, and I can't remember what the other half was. Wow. Don't, don't concentrate on the finger or you'll miss all of the heavenly splendor or something like that. But anyway, wow. good old Bruce, the philosopher. Darren, you got any tips? Uh, well, I've I've been engaged for three years and uh, not got married yet. Uh, so no, um, I don't really want to say stay engaged because it's too late for that. Um, so no, no tips. I did say maybe imagine everyone naked, but I'm not sure if that's a real tip. That's just something people say. So good, you'll be fine. You'll be fine, Richard. You'll be, be good. Yeah. Thank you. You do. I'll, if I'm if I'm worried, I will look look out for for. Uh, Paul and Darren in the uh, the audience somewhere. Yeah. Oh, are you doing it and when I... we are you doing it when we're there? Yeah, yeah. The speech is oh, on the Saturday. Fantastic. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be a very good speech. 
if he did it before the guests arrived, Paul. Well, yeah. That was, that was my done. first choice, though. I, I didn't know if there was going to be like a day, said a day do for his family and stuff and whether there was going to be an evening one for just you know the local scum that roll up to any party um wow so yeah um i'm I'm really i'm actually looking forward to saturday now especially if you're going to do a speech i shall make sure i have a supply of tomatoes and rotten fruit when you look thank you when you look deflect deflect from my speech absolutely i'll i'll juggle it or something just distract (laughs) when you when you look over he'll be on his xbox controller <laughs> yeah, if there's if there's a noise coming from the crowd, I know yeah. it's going to be coming from. It's going to be me. <laughs> um, Darren, what about you? Have you had a good week? What's been, what have you been doing? Uh, God, I can't even remember my name after that exchange. Uh, no, I am. Um, I yeah, it's a pretty pretty standard week. Um, work uh, and Ryan purchased Moonfall on Amazon Prime, which was just as terrible as everyone said it was, um, but worth watching if you if you want to laugh. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's by is it Roland Emmerich, yeah. who did Independence Day and then kind of remade that film five times in, in different disaster films. 2012, I think was another one. Mm. Um, it was pretty poor, but you know, it I, was. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something really, just really brief. I did a <laughs> yeah. little web series a couple of years ago called Pictures, and the premise behind it was a guy who was pitching really bad movies, right? Oh yeah, yeah, online. To a Skype thing, he was paying to think he was going to be a Hollywood star, right? Mm. And one of my pitches was about the moon attacking the Earth. <laughs> well, <laughs> this might be the film for you, though. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, <laughs> this is so. It's, I'm quite sad that it's actually come to come to fruition. <laughs> I mean, it's over two hours long as well, so that's that's its first mistake. But it's four pound on Amazon Prime. Um, other streaming services are available, and then the other film we watched last night, which uh, was Uncharted, which actually was all right. Oh. Um, I didn't go to the cinema to see it because I wasn't that fussed, but Ryan wanted to watch it again, and it was okay. It was good fun to be oh, fair okay. so yeah that's what i've been doing last week good thank you darren paul what about you what have we got have we got any updates Ooh. um well we can have medical update number four are we up to now um i've been suffering from what the doctors call a frozen shoulder which means that basically my right arm is useless i can't reach above about the level of my waist with anything. So uh, tomorrow I'm going to go and have an x-ray on it and see if they can see what's up with it. So there we go. That's uh, nice and uh, not too worrying. I hope Um, that's not your tomato throwing arm, Paul. It is, you know, it's it's odd. Um, So I'm going to have to learn to throw. (laughs) Hey, this is is a family podcast. This is a family podcast. Behave yourself. Um, yeah, so I will have to throw left-handed, so you might want to warn your uh, lovely bride and <laughs> various members of your family to take cover when you it's stand up. definitely a euphemism <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. oh, um, but other than that, it's just been um, mending all of the IT. The, uh, the boss has bought yet another company, um, told us about it on Wednesday last week and then said, oh, and by the way, we're taking over on Tuesday. You'll be all ready for that, won't you, Paul? Uh, yeah. So, yes, I've spent the last couple of days up in Sheffield, so that's been quite exciting, um, learning new systems and trying desperately to cobble everything together so it runs. Um, so, yeah, there we go. That's good. about the shape of my week. Um, good. Um, and for me, I would, I'm just going to recommend The Handmaid's Tale. There's, there's a, it's a re- I mean, it's been going for a while now. It's a really good series. And it's on series four, it's on Amazon Prime. If you've got Amazon Prime, it's free at the moment. Really enjoy that. And the only other thing this week, I fell down a hole on Sunday. Um, um, just a hole in the woods, a four foot <laughs> hole, walking oh. the dog, walked backwards, and then I was gone. Oh, <laughs> that, that is a euphemism out yeah. of all of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I must admit to seeing your, your tweet hmm. about it. And I was concerned that you were lied at the bottom of this hall. And instead of ringing 999, you were thinking, I can get some publicity out of this. That's the best tweet. So, yeah, it was one of those. Was like, you, do you need rescuing, Gareth? You're just, you're just checking every part of you going, I can't believe I'm okay. And the only reason I think I was okay is because I went backwards and it was such a shock. I suddenly was down. 
I think if I would have gone frontwards, I would have tensed up as I fell. Uh, I had yeah. no idea I was gone. I was just gone. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So there you go. That's exciting. But more exciting than this, than our ramblings, is games. What have we been playing? Um, let's start with let's start with the, the wedding boy, Richard. What have you been playing? Uh, not very much. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been busy, preoccupied. But when I have had a money, I've um, I've been trying to complete uh, Xenoblade Chronicles on the Nintendo Switch. I think uh, last week the third game got moved forward in terms of a release date, which I can't remember the last time a game like that happened. Um, so yeah, I'm trying to go through the first and the second one in preparation for the third one. But basically, it's a, it's a JRPG that um, it's started out life as a as a spin-off, but it's sort of the series has become this almost like must-play JRPG series now. And it's a really interesting concept. So there's two um, gigantic mechs, and I mean they they must be huge. Uh, one's called Bionis, the other called one's called Meconis. And uh, they're in constant battle with each other. And basically something happens and they freeze to death. And over time, um, humanity has sort of lived lived on these these giant mechs and called it their home. So hmm. you, you're playing as a, a kid on uh, the one called Bionis. Um, and on the other one are all these uh, metal enemies. And they've been... St- st- sort of creating a civilization on there and they're, they're the bad guys um so there's been this this constant whilst on these mechs there's been these mechs have been fighting the the people that live on these mechs now and the the metal enemies um i think they're called mechon they've also been battling with each other um but you get this sword early on called the monado which is the only tool that can defeat these mechon warriors um, but then one appears, and it's really unusual because it's got a face and it's able to talk. So the, so the mystery is you're trying to figure out where this has come from. Um, and it's it's a really interesting and unique concept, and I believe every game in the series has a different spin on these giant mechs that have been fighting for, for millennia. Um, but then it follows a traditional JRPG trope where you're travelling up this this mech to try and get across to the other side, and getting new party members, and um, it's yeah, it's, it's it's a traditional JRPG, but it's got like um, a more action RPG battle system, which is quite good. Um, yeah, it's just um, it's a really interesting and, and unusual story, I think, and that's what's propelling me to to sort of finish it off because I want to see what happens next. Mm, great, that's good. JRPG. So you recommend it for any JRPG fans? <laughs> Yes, if not giving it a try, I think Paul would definitely enjoy it if he's if he's got us Nintendo Switch. Uh, we have two in the house actually. Yeah, mm. but one belongs to the boy and one belongs to the wife, so the chances of me being able to play with them are very very slim indeed. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I shall pass on your recommendation. The wife does like a, an RPG, so great. Yes, it's good. It's, an, uh, it's something a bit different. Good. Mm. Good. Excellent. Darren, what about you? What have you been playing? Um, so I played a game called Thunder Kid Hunt for the Robot Emperor uh, recently, which was uh, not very good, actually. Uh, <laughs> so it's like a, a low, low poly graphical style, I think they called it. Uh, so it looks like it was made for PC in the early 90s. And it's basically a fixed fixed angle platformer so you run from one end of a corridor to another forwards and you can't turn or face the other way you can only move side to side backwards or forwards um and you basically just have to dodge certain enemies and their kind of varying projectiles and patterns and get to the, the finish and there's five or six worlds two or three levels in each and a and a boss at the end of each world and probably completed it in just under an hour so it's not a very long game and it's really simple like almost embarrassingly basic for this day and age so i know it's tributing a style of times gone by but yeah there's just not an awful lot to it really so i've not really got much more to say on that to be honest no fair enough um achievements good 
for that? Yeah, a thousand gamer score in about four seconds. So okay, if you, okay. although it's not a four pound nineteen classic, it costs about six eighty or something. So it's yeah. arguably an expensive one thousand gamer points. So okay. yeah, but Good. easy easy pickings. Paul's writing that down. And Paul, what yeah. have you been playing? <laughs> hear the from here. <laughs> what have I been playing? <clears throat> well, I have a choice of games. Um, I will talk first of all about Conan Chop Chop, which is a very strange take on the Conan series of of books and stories and stuff. You know, when you think of Conan, you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger or whoever it might be, giant muscly barbarian hitting all comers with a sword. Um, this is almost like, um, you know, the people, that the Funko Pop vinyls, mm. how they have the, like, super deformed style. That's mm. It's almost like they've taken the characters from Conan and made them into these pop figures and then animated them into a game. So they're very little and they run around and just get into various scrapes and fights and stuff. Um, it's billed as a party game, so you can have up to four people playing together. Um, and playing with friends or with your 11-year-old son, in my case, was uh, it was quite good, to be fair. It was uh, enjoyable, but playing alone it's it's really not very good at all so if you've got a group of friends that you can play with constantly then yeah i would say it's worth a try but other than that it's it's not the best game in the world um it's all procedurally generated so it's like no two runs are the same but it's a roguelite as well so if you die you start your run again from the very beginning so that's yeah, it's um, there is advancement. You can unlock new weapons and things, but yeah, I mean, for the single player, I'd say no. If you've got a group of mates and possibly some social lubricant, it would be quite a good laugh. Well, I don't know what you're saying. Oh, uh, to work it out. I, I have a question. <laughs> yes. What's, what, what's the chop chop? Is it the sword or is it something um, else? I imagine so. Um, do you know what? I didn't really think about that. Maybe it's Conan <laughs> running around very fast. Come on, Conan, uh, chop uh, chop. <laughs> can, I, can I ask a question now? You can, my and friend. It's, it's sort of off the back of Darren's because I thought with a game like Conan Chop Chop, it might have been um, an overcooked version set in the Conan universe. That's what I was thinking. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, no, it's 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 nothing to do with overcooked. Thank goodness. It's also Good. nothing to do with cannibal cuisine either. Oh, <laughs> that, that classic title. I am glad I passed on that one. Oh, yeah. Good. Good. Um, I have been playing again. It's been out for a while, but I finished Horizon Forbidden West on the PlayStation, and I thought I need to get another PlayStation game. Um, and there isn't much out at the moment, as we all know. It's quite, it's, it's really bare pickings at the moment. But I got uh, Ghostwire Tokyo, which, when it came out, I think it came out at the end of March, got pretty sort of average reviews, maybe sort of three and a half stars or 75%. And uh, I was sort of thinking, oh, this would be good. I'll just have a good fun. It'd be fine. It'd be fine. And then I've, I'm really enjoying it. And the setup is you're in Tokyo. At the beginning, there's some kind of like um, hell rises. And everyone gets raptured, basically. <laughs> and and um, they just, all the whole of Tokyo is raptured and these spirits all just leave with the clothes where they are and they become these spirits ready to be forever put into hell and these kind of weird sort of mixture of uh, Japanese city folk um, which is all sort of demonised go around, around the world. So you will have like these strange kind of suited figures in black suits but with umbrellas who are these kind of demons or these kind of um, Japanese schoolgirls who, you know, throw magical spells at you. And you play someone who gets um, infected, in a sense, by a, a, a supernatural being who sort of like tries to possess you as well to fight these people, but actually you're in quite control. So you're sharing almost your body between this demon. It's not demon, it's, it's kind of like a supernatural being in yourself to fight back. And what you're doing is kind of going through the uh, 
city of Tokyo, empty Tokyo, and fighting these. And your fighting skills are all like magical spells. So it's basically you've got um, element, elemental magic, magic you can throw out like projectiles, or you can you can slash at someone, or you can block. Um, and you'll have a mixture of like the main missions. There's lots of side missions. There's lots of kind of fun stuff to do as well. Um, so it's a real kind of open world thing. Um, but the the city of Tokyo looks great. It looks brilliant. That's the great thing about it. It just looks really fantastic. You're going through these kind of like empty streets, and all the machines are still on, all the lights are still on. You know, so there's advertisements going at the same time. But it's just really interesting to kind of explore because it, you know it really does use the you know the power of this gen consoles. So it's, I'm really enjoying it. I'm really really surprised i wasn't didn't think i was going to be into it it's it's very japanese which i really enjoy there's sort of lots of cats <laughs> magical cats <laughs> running shops and you know a lot of wacky kind of characters as well that appear but and the side missions are kind of really interesting it's just yeah it's just a really good fun open world to be in especially after i've been in something like horizon and it's just nice to be somewhere else it's a good bit more even you know in this desolate place it's fun it's fun to explore especially kind of a real place. Yeah, I, I'd recommend it, but it'd be coming to Xbox because it's um, Bethesda. Mm. It'll be coming to Xbox next year probably, won't it? It'll be a year at least they have rights mm. to it. So, yeah, so um, you'll get it on We'll get it on Game Pass, but I'd recommend it. I think, I think Richard, you'll really like it. Yeah, I was going to ask because it's by uh, Tango Gameworks, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Um, didn't they do The Evil Within as well? Yes. Which I really so like. I like to even with it. Yeah, I still need to play it. But is it as? It's not a horror game like that, is it? So much? No, it's it's not as yeah, not as much as Evil Within when it was much more like you were suddenly in these really strange psychological kind of rooms that would put you into horror. No, no, this is much more has that kind of open world. It's a bit more. I think it's a bit more lighter, but there are kind of scary bits. I mean, it will. I think I'm. I maybe I've played it for about six hours, and I I can. I can see the system will get repetitive, and I think that was a, when people were reviewing it, they say it does it does get very repetitive after a while. Um, and I think if you're playing it as one big block of like you just going into it for thirty hours over a weekend, you might go. I'm just doing the same kind of stuff really, but it's quite nice. I've I've had it for a month. I'm just popping in, into it every now and again, doing a couple of things and just enjoying the city. But I recommend it. I think you'll really like it. Yeah, well, I'll wait till yeah, it yeah. comes on game. That's yeah. similar to uh, Deathloop. Yeah. Really looking forward to that. Yeah, exactly. Game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be great. That's a great game. Um, good. Yeah, Ghostwire Tokyo. That's really good. Um, Darren, what else have you got? I've missed. I've gone to Richard. Let me go to Richard next. Richard, what else have you got? What's your other game? Uh, the only other game I was going to mention is is probably what's been mentioned every week on the podcast <laughs> since it came out. But uh, I uh, I finally defeated Godric the Grafted in Elden Ring after. Oh, yeah. It's been out for two months now, and that's that's how far behind I am. But yeah, that was a which one's got big... the grafter, the first major boss. Oh, right, yeah, 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 fair enough. <laughs> the yeah. one for the guy who, uh, well, it's called that was my that was my thing. So it's called Godric the Grafted, but he only becomes grafted to the dragon halfway yeah. through the fight. Yeah, no, he's got he's grafted all the way along. If you look, he's got loads of different arms and heads and things attached oh, to him. Right, ah, fair. I'll let him off then. <laughs> He's dead anyway now. So. He's dead now. He's, he's dead to me. <laughs> but now I'm in the uh, the academy, slowly oh. working my way through that. I think I am very underleveled, though. What level are you? What, what level are you? Uh, 38. Uh, you should be all right there. Um, if you need assistance, just give me a shout. I'm, I think I'm level 230 now. <laughs> oh, so. wow. <laughs> I know who to call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a level cap? Uh, yeah, it's seven hundred and eighteen. Oh, that's random. <laughs> is, that you... is that a binary number? Or... <laughs> uh, no, it's just that's the level you get to if you raise all of your stats to ninety nine. It's it's, ah, it's okay. either seven hundred and eighteen or seven hundred and eighty three. Anyway, oh, but they say once you get past level seven hundred, apparently you need eight million runes to gain a level. Wow. Wow. Right. <laughs> really like, uh, ten thousand, that sounds a lot to me. <laughs> you know, I'm at I'm at five hundred thousand now if I want to level up. So it's well, text away. Really it? Yeah. Um it's a great game still. Darren, you tempted by it. So good. 
Have I what, sorry? Are you tempted by it, Darren? Oh, the idea of committing loads of time to a game at the moment is just something I can't do. Yeah. Um, but I, I am, because Ryan's put, well, I want to say hundreds of hours into it, um, and he loves it. And then he moved on to Horizon, and he's he's been playing that recently. But if I've got if I have a bit of time off soon, and I'm looking for something to really get lost in, that's kind of top of the list for me. But I've just got to find the time for mm. it. You know what I really like? Just one more thing about it. I really I think about this other day. I I think it's it's checkpointing is is a lot easier than the other yeah. Souls game. Yeah, it yeah. makes it so much better. You don't feel like you have to kind of retrace loads of areas when you die you know it just mm-hmm. if that's that's great <clears throat> I, really I think that's why i feel like i'm so under level because if it was a, a regular dark souls game i would have played the same bit four or five mm-hmm. times just to get to the next bonfire but because mm-hmm. it's it's a much more accessible game i'm sort of getting there in the first or second attempt and i'm able to pick up any runes that i've dropped anyway so i'm not really retracing my steps if that makes sense <laughs> yeah a friend of ours um boy um, did it over the weekend, <laughs> just completed it. <laughs> and I said, uh, What did he do? He said he killed every NPC, just killed anyone. <laughs> so, just oh, like, the... yeah. oh, wow, <laughs> just did that it. That is uh, yeah. indiscriminate, isn't it? Yeah, but just did it, just did it like that. I thought, Oh, damn, <laughs> crazy. Um, let's go to Darren, your second game, Darren. Um, so. I've not had a chance to play much either, but I've just finished uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. So I reviewed this a couple of weeks ago and it is just the most fun. I absolutely love it. Um, I've I've not got all the collectibles and the extras, but I've just finished all nine episodes now. Um, and it's brilliant. Like, even, even if you're not like a massive fan of Star Wars, it's just so much fun to play. I can uh, not recommend it highly enough. I absolutely love it. Great. I think I fancy it. I don't know. I keep going. Mm, should I give it a go? I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, think I might wait. I might wait a little bit. Yeah. Good. It's brilliant. You'll once you once you start playing it, you'll you'll really enjoy it. It's really good. Good. Okay. Okay. Um, Richard, you've done your your ones. Paul, what's your last game? Um, I've been playing Elden Ring. I don't know if we've mentioned that yet. Give it a <laughs> um, I've. I've I've completed it twice now. I just want to put that out there and I'm nearly at the end of my third run. So anyway, um, the game that I want to talk about is one that's on Game Pass, actually, called Weird West, um, which is a kind of supernatural RPG cowboy game of which there are not enough in the world, I feel. (laughs) Um, And basically, it's you, you are a bounty hunter um your son has been killed and your husband has been taken and basically this the story is that you need to you had retired from being a bounty hunter but you need to dig your guns up and then go and rescue your man and sort out all these supernatural creatures along the way um and it's really really good i get strong kind of wasteland three vibes from it from the way the world looks Um, you're sort of wandering around these desolate places and getting into scrapes. But it's more of an action game. It's not a turn-based combat game. Um, You run around and shoot the bad guys and run away when they start killing you and all sorts of things. Um, But what I've played so far is absolutely fantastic. It's really, really good. So there you go. Look Look out for an upcoming review when I've played some more of it. Okay, good. Um, the last game I'm going to talk about really briefly, I think it's it's coming out today. I just checked the embargo. <laughs> is the the sorrow the sorrow virus a faceless short story? And it's a really nice little kind of very short. It's about an hour, um, but it's quite expensive for an hour. I think you can get it for nine ninety nine at the moment. It's twelve forty nine. But you, it does it does have kind of multiple playthroughs. Um, and you're basically the person who's called White Hell, and he's this um, young man. And he's stricken with these kind of like ailments. He's on a deathbed, in a hospital bed, in his kind of room, um, and he's about to die. And his parents administrate this kind of substance called the sorrow. Oh, hello, called the sorrow virus, which contaminates his his soul and it prevents him to go into the afterlife. So he's in a sort of purgatory, and he's. He's basically got these dolls, 
um, around that's been part of his life that he's got to follow <laughs> through these kind of like weird kind of strange worlds that you you're in a hospital room you touch a button then you're transformed into somewhere else like teleported somewhere so it's almost like is it real is it kind of like a nightmare um but it's a really lovely kind of first person which i really like adventure puzzle adventure you can't really die there's one bit you maybe you can but it, it's you're just exploring this kind of beautifully designed um, space and I, I don't know if this is going to be the start of one you know it's called face of short story is it one in this universe or is it gonna be a number but yeah it's really it's really it's really nicely done it's out today um great in video if you like kind of first person puzzle adventures this is definitely one for you Good. Sounds good. Good. Mm, um, right now, as we all know, news is it's really quiet. It's been quiet for about four weeks, hasn't it? It's just there's nothing <laughs> been announced. It's like what's it's, they're all waiting, I think, to do a big summer of announcements. Well, maybe there isn't anything to play. <laughs> maybe that's why E three was cancelled. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's nothing. This is this is COVID catching up. They've got nothing this year. Um, but so it's quite it's it's a bit sparse for us, but. We have got a few little bits and bobs, and just to talk about before we do Paul's quiz, um, and talk about who's the Sonic person here. Who's put the Sonic one on? It must be Richard, mustn't it? Richard. Oh, how did how did you guess? Talk, what's, <laughs> what's going on with Sonic? Uh, well, so Sonic Origins is coming out at the end of June, um, but Sega have said that this week, from the twentieth of May, the uh, the original Sonic games that you can get on. Xbox 360 and backwards compatible on PlayStation as well. They're all going to be delisted, um, so that the only way to play these classic games is in the remastered versions in Sonic Origins, which is a bit cheeky, if we're being honest. Um, I think these games pop up are online for about four pounds each, whereas so you can get them all for less than fifteen quid. Um, Whereas in the Sonic Origins, it's going to be upwards of thirty quid if you wanted to play them. Right. So yeah, yeah. It's, mm. Yeah, it's. I've seen it with uh, Grand Theft Auto as well at the end of last year when they brought out the definitive editions. But then Rockstar made a massive U-turn and gave them away for free when that came out, and it was a, a bit of a shit show. Mm. But it's just, it's just not good practice, is it? You know no. that bleeper ready, Gareth? No, I've given up on the bleeper. Um, um, I have to just ask: when it says they're being delisted, does that mean that if you've bought them, you can still play them? You just can't buy them again? Yeah. So I've gone yeah. on this morning and I've picked them up to mm. make sure that I've got them because well, I had a few of them already, obviously. Um, obviously. <laughs> but, but yeah, you need to get them before the twentieth of May, otherwise the they're going to be gone from digital storefronts. And, but if you've obviously got the original physical copies for a Sega Mega Drive, I think they should be all right. Be great. Now, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but that the original one for the Sega Mega Drive doesn't fit in the Xbox, no? I have tried, and it, no, it's, it's, a, it's a cartridge and it's a disk drive, and they just don't pair up together too well. And there's not a backwards compatibility port on the back. I've checked that as well. I mean, I'm sure somewhere there is a there is a HDMI to whatever the the Sega Mega Drive took, but yeah, you could probably put it into your uh, your Xbox One and have it part through that HDMI yeah. in. Oh, that's a good idea, isn't it? Be great if they all turned to ash on the day. Everyone's yeah. copies, I think, just all went yeah. like like the end of Marvel. <laughs> Someone sends the Sega boys round and uh, to confiscate them all. Yeah. Oh, dear. yeah, I um, I, I, I don't know if you know, I'm, I'm a big Sonic fan as well, like Richard, um, and I, I struggle to get excited for Sonic Origins because I already have seen come and go so many packaging ups of the old games, going way back to like Sonic Mega Collection mm. when it came out for the original Xbox, the PS2, the GameCube, Sonic Mania. I think you gave me a code for actually, Richard, and then there was a there was Sonic Generations as well. There's been so many. I don't know, apart from packaging them in a new menu, how they're going to make it stand out from the previous ones. Because there's been a long kind of opinion, standard opinion that Sonic's Jump to 3D was not as successful as Mario. And there's been a couple of good ones, but 
people kind of think they never got back to the glory days of of the original 2D platformers. So yeah, I, this is cheeky, you're right. But even beyond this, I'm just not excited for Sonic Origins, and I really should be, which sounds awful. But I don't know what I don't know what's going to be different about it. I don't maybe uh, can you tell me. Yeah. Richard? I, I get it. I think, but I think these ones have been. I think this is the first time that they've been remastered. Oh, so okay. they've gone, they've 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 gone and changed them from a four by three to a sixteen by nine, okay. for example. And they've they've not necessarily changed the gameplay, I don't think, but they have tarted them up a little bit. Interesting. But yeah, like but it, yeah, like you say, it's it's been they've been repackaged so many times. I think it's interesting because Sonic Three was also was sometimes given a the um the boot in these compilations for whatever reason the rumors are it's to do with the the licensing of the music and everything like that oh yeah um, yeah so think, it's back but it's back in which is a good thing i oh, think I, i'm gonna say this i always say this on this podcast it's about also going back you know i'm not a mm. fan of going back on stuff <laughs> i think it's like mm. it's the problem is we get we get remasters upon remasters of things and we get sold this remastered thing because it's not as it's easy. I just feel like with developers, make new stuff. Use that mm. time. Make use that yeah, money. Yeah. Make new stuff. Because what generally happens is that people get it and they're not as they they should go. Oh, this isn't as good as I remembered. Because nothing is good is as good as you remember. <laughs> because it was good at that time. <laughs> it's never going to be the same. It's like, it's I, uh, like, it's I, like I see. I see what you mean. I think there's definitely a hesitancy with with Sonic. Because there's been some good 3D games like Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. I don't know if you had that, Richard. That was seen as a, a high point. And I think Sonic Colors did pretty well and was well received. But mm. there's been a lot that have hit, missed the mark. So you find that there's almost repackaging of the old ones as regularly as there is a new 3D Sonic game. Isn't there a so, Sonic Sonic Open World new game coming out we saw last year? Sonic Frontier. Ah. Oh, yes. Um, got yeah. announced as well, yeah. I don't know how open that will be. I, I don't really know much about it, to be honest. I think Sonic Sonic works well because the levels are so linear that you can yeah. you know which way to go. So it is going to be interesting. Yeah. But I, I just want to say, uh, Neil, if you're listening to this, there's two people that have said they don't want to do this Sonic Origins. So uh, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, quite uh... right. Um, I'm going to just do one more because Paul's quiz is going to take an hour. Um, <laughs> we're gonna, the amount of guess because it's going to take from you, it will you, yeah. <laughs> we're going to just really briefly jump by the a really quick one. The last one is Call of Duty. Um, their player base has declined by 50 million users over the last year. Um, this might be due to what's happened at the Activision horrendous stuff that's been happening in their workplaces and we won't comment on that but it's um but i don't think it's to do with that i think it's to do with maybe people being bored of call of duty multiplayer i thought warzone was doing really well still but maybe it wasn't maybe it isn't what do you what do we think i mean it's really interesting this year isn't it because that that was quite I, i was quite shocked by that and we know with battlefield that 2042 games just killed that franchise a little bit isn't it um, that was a car crash. That was yeah, and um, so you've got these two huge kind of like um, icons, really, of like the November market. They both in a bit of trouble, maybe are they? Do you think? Do you think they're in trouble? Do you think Call of Duty will come back with? Uh, they're going to be Modern Warfare two next year. Is it this year? It's having its year off. No, it's. I think we've got. I think the rumour is that we're getting the next Modern Warfare one this year. Oh, so is it next year? It's I having think a year so, off. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, 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 if I may cut in, mm. I do think games like Call of Duty have a limited life cycle, depending on how much they're gonna gonna change it. Because at its core, it's it's been quite consistent. I think I've never been the biggest Call of Duty fan. Like you can repackage it in a different setting or a different um, you know skin, if you like. But ultimately, it's the same game. Personally, I think. I know people will disagree with that. And I liken it to like Doctor Who, for example. Like that's been on since its reboot for coming up to 20 years. And there's a bit of a backlash at the moment that it needs refreshing and all of that. And they need to do something different. So I think, I do think they need to do something, take a few risks with it and change it because otherwise there's that much competition out there these days and free to play games as well that they don't dominate the market like they used to when it first kind of hit the big time. Yeah. Okay. Mm. 
I would I would also make the argument that first person shooters in general seem to be struggling a bit. So we've got the Call of Duty, the Battlefield, Halo, Halo Infinite. Uh, their second season is coming out next week, and it couldn't be sooner because that got a bit stale. Yeah, I've not played it in weeks. I've not played um, it in weeks. But I think it'd be interesting. So I think is it Overwatch League is starting, I believe, in the next week or two. Um, don't don't quote me on that though. But they're using Overwatch two for the first time, so a lot of Overwatch Ooh. fans are getting excited to see what Overwatch two is looking at. And I think that'll be interesting to see where the future of first person shooters is going to be because it's not in these three franchises that have just been. I mean, I know Halo Infinite has gone back to the the multiplayer of old, but they've, fundamentally these three franchises have been the same since conception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. Good. Um, quiz time, Paul. Let's get this going. Quiz to time. Yeah. Hazard. Right. Um, in um, a little segment that I like to call um, Paul's quiz, that was, uh, shall we say, inspired by watching Pointless. What I've done is I've taken ten titles of games and run them through Google Translate into French. Oh God. <laughs> Jesus. So it's going to be on the buzzers. And I would just like to take this opportunity to apologize to any French speakers who are about to be offended by my northern pronunciation of your language. Um <laughs> right, so basically let's have a quick buzzer check, Gareth. Uh, Richard. Womp. Julio should be do 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 to the wedding march. but we'll, we'll push for time. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Darren, what would you like to go with? I'll return to the buzz. The buzz. Okay, then. Strict instructions by James to win this quiz, so no pressure. Are you? No pressure, then. Right, okay. Um, so, as I've said, I've taken the titles of 10 games run them through Google Translate into French. And just to save you a bit of time, Gareth, none of them are Grand Theft Auto 5. Thank you. Um, <laughs> mainly because when you run it through Google Translate, it comes back as Grand Theft Auto 5. So you would have probably yeah. got that. Right. Oh, I feel like here we... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm worried about how this is going to go. Is that <laughs> now, listen, let's have a bit of seriousness. This is... Proper serious competition time. Right then, question number one. Um, your French phrase is armement de guerre. <coughs> Richard. Brothers in arms? Incorrect, I'm afraid. Um, left for dead. Uh, no, it's not that either. Damn. Would you like to try, Darren? Um... Can you repeat it, please, just for my enjoyment? I can. It is armor. <laughs> we have a little bit of uh, propriety, sorry, please. I'm sorry, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want people laughing when you're giving your speech on Saturday, would you, mate? Uh, I really would. <laughs> that would be really useful. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, the phrase, Darren, is armament de guerre. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm glad I asked. Um, I, I, I have no idea. Call of Duty? No. Um, I will have to tell you, it is, in fact, Gears of War. Oh. So there should you have, go. should have guessed. should have guessed. Yes, absolutely. Good. Um, right, next one. Question number two is L'Ombre du Mordor. Was. Richard, I think, just edged it. Shadow of Mordor. You are correct, sir. Well done. Well done, Richard. Well done. Well done, Richard. You're the best. Nice You're winning, guys. One nil, nil. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't much that Google Translate could do with Mordor, unfortunately. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Question number three. Lumiere Morant. can almost hear the cogs turning. Um, I know what one of the words is. The other yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, The phrase is Lumiere Morant. Oh, 
Wow. Was that a buzz or was no? That, that was me just thinking. Wow, <laughs> that was a great Owen Wilson impression. That was. <laughs> uh, uh, oh my god, I don't know. Oh no! no are you going to give up? Yeah, I'm going to give up. What What did you think the word oh, was that you oh, knew? Buzz. I think oh. I know what it is. Richard, or uh, not Richard, Darren. Is it dying light? It is, mate. Very right. good, Darren. Very good. <laughs> I was trying to think, what game's got light in it? I know yeah, that yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. Excellent. Yeah. Well done. So, current scores is one to Richard, one to Darren, nil to Gareth. Uh, question number four. Retour pour le sang. I suppose it all depends if you know what the word sang means in French. I think I do. And no, no Googling. I thought you'd be ace in this, Gareth. What with you being all educated and stuff. I can't think at all. <laughs> Can you say again? Retour pour le sang. Uh, Gareth. Oh, I can't. Is it that? Is it? It's not bloodborne because it would be. It's the sang is to do with blood, is it? Uh, no. I, I can neither confirm nor deny. But is that your guess? That's my guess. Uh, it is incorrect. I'm afraid, sir. Uh, oh, I know. Oh, well, you, you've. I know it. Well, oh, first then, first, <clears throat> Gareth. Back for blood. Well done, my friend. Oh, I don't think it return. Of course it is. Oh, there yeah. you go. It's easy, this game, isn't it? Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh. Next time I do it, I'm going to do it in German. It'll be even better. Oh, my so, God. right. <laughs> I did do an A-level in German. Sing, so my pronunciation is a bit ruin these European relationships. <laughs> oh, dear. Nine, nine. <laughs> right. Um... Question number five, and it's all evens at one point each. Question five is Poursuite trivial en direct de. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Gareth. True pursuit live too. Well done, mate. Oh. I thought you'd get that one. <laughs> oh, <yeah. Well> done. Pursuit <laughs> 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 oh, trivial. You should have got that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay then. Excellent. Right. Question number six. Princess Fermier. Ah, oh, Buzz. Uh, womp. Womp. <laughs> Womp. Uh, that yes, one. that sounds like Richard. Princess Farmer. That's right, mate. Oh, well done. Good. Very good. James reference there. Good. Yep. I had to put because I thought James was going to be here, so I thought I'll just give him a, a, a gimme there. Yeah. Um, right then. The next one is short and sweet, and the phrase is mépris. Now, this is going to be whether you know what this word is or not, I guess. Womp. Ooh. Richard. Uh, I'm going to guess destiny. No. Good guess, though. Uh, Darren. I'll um, throw out Halo. Uh, no. That, I, I did look at that one, and it was Halo. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> what, what is it again, Paul? Can you say it again? Uh, mepris. M-E-P-R-I-S. Can I have another guess? You can. If you buzz, you can. Womp. Richard. Anthem. Ooh. No. You're on the right trail and that it's only a single word answer. Um, <laughs> and I'll give, you a, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you a, a bit of a clue. This one's a bit cheeky because it's not actually out yet. Yeah. Oh, Buzz. 
Uh, Darren. Is it Starfield? It's not. Oh. No idea. Do you give up? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Mep- mepris in French is scorn in English. Oh, oh there you go. There you go. Excellent. Right then, question number seven. Uh, no, is it? It's question number eight. <laughs> pardon. Um, we're just going back in time there. Right. This is going to be some awful pronunciation. I hope you know <laughs> this. Roi, croises toi. How do you spell the first word, Paul? R O I S. Roi. Buzz. Red Darren. Oh, no, I think I've got it wrong. I was going to say it takes two, but I don't think it is now. Uh, no, because two is dirt, and I yeah. clearly said twa at the it end. It is. That's right. And I feel like a twa <laughs> now for saying that. So. <laughs> oh, my. So you say it again, Paul. Just say it one more time. Roi, quas, toi. Again, apologies to all our French listeners. I don't know. Womp. Go on, Richard. Dobson leads. <laughs> Dark Souls three. No, that's that's a good guess. You're in the in the right <laughs> neck of the woods, ish, in that it's got a three in it. Um, but no, it's not that. I'm afraid. I can give you a clue. Go on. I can tell you that the word ra ra. <laughs> which is not easy to say uh, means king womp <laughs> Richard oh. Crusader King 3 King. well done mate that's well it done. well done excellent right then so a quick score check at the end of that we've got Darren on one point oh no you've gone two aren't you mate uh, are you, are you so. one or two no you're one one Gareth is on two two, and Richard is on three. Oh. So it's all to play for in the last two questions. Oh. Right then, question number nine. La plus longue route du monde. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> I can read it again if it will help. Yes, please. Yes, please. La plus longue route du monde. Oh, God. (laughs) He's not going to help you. Hmm... Womp. Uh, Richard. I don't think it's right, but the Grand Tour? No. Not a bad guess, but some way off the, the actual title. Oh, it's, it's... The man, there's people, isn't it? So... No, it's not. Is it? You're on barking up the wrong tree there. Dumond is not the people. No. 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 Yeah. It is the longest road on Earth. Dumond is the world or the Earth. Yeah. I couldn't no. think of a game that fit that. <clears throat> the longest road on Earth. Right then. So, Darren's out of this, so he's let James down. I'm um, so sorry, James. So, now, basically, we've got... Uh, it's between Richard and Gareth with this last one. So... Here we go. Question number 10. Ne'e pa per. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's just the noise the cat makes, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. That's it. Uh, 
ne nay which is a horse. which is <laughs> yeah which game features a cat and a horse um that is i'll spell it for you just in case my pronunciation is not helping i mean i can't imagine that that's the issue but it is n apostrophe a i e so nay ha per Oh, it's um. Oh God! Gareth suddenly googled it. Never per. Never per. Never per. Jesus Christ! I have a guess for. Go on, Darren. Go on, Darren. Go for it. I'll guess a way out. No, not a bad guess. Correct number of words. We don't know. I don't know. What about the rest yeah. of you? Do you give up? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the game was called Don't Be Afraid. <laughs> what is this game? Never heard of it. <laughs> well, it's funny, you know, because most of these games were ones that Gareth has reviewed for the site. <laughs> so I was trying to make it nice and easy oh. for him. And, what about the know, road? Did I review the road one as well? Did you review La the what? The road one, the last one. Yes. Oh, my God. You re reviewed Don't Be Afraid, The Longest Road on Earth, Crusader Kings 3, Trivial Pursuit Live 2. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was, it was very much geared towards you, Gareth. It was all down to you to lose. Road on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, congratulations, Richard. Well this done, is a Richard. good omen for your speech on Saturday. You are the winner. Thank well you, done. guys. Well done. Good quiz. Enjoyed that. <laughs> Can we request the language for next next time? As, as long as as long as Google Translate can do it, mate, I'll give you any language. Oh, wonderful! As long as it's not something that I'll really struggle with, like Russian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dear. dear. Well, thank you, Paul. Um, You're very welcome, Gareth. Good. You came second, by the way. Thank you very much. I felt like I came last. I felt we all came last. <laughs> Everyone's a winner. <laughs> um, good. What are we looking forward to next week? Uh, Darren, what are you looking forward to? Uh, of course, Saturday. Um, and also on Friday, I'm going to my first gig in ages. So um, a show called Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox. And they do kind of old-fashioned remasters of pop anthems, Britpop and all-time great so looking forward to that brilliant um paul what about you um i'm looking forward to the bank holiday weekend obviously mm -hmm. um going up to see dobbo live in weatherby and also um might even squeeze a little bit of fishing in oh nice um, there is a river running through Weatherby, by the way. I know there is, yes. I think you have to be very rich to fish in it, however. <laughs> yeah. And since I've got to drive to Weatherby, I will no longer be rich by the time I get there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Richard, we know what you're looking forward to this weekend, of course. Yes, got the, the wedding, but also on Sunday I'm down in London to see the mighty scooter. And then I'm running back up to Leeds on the Monday and I'm off to see Architects. So it's busy weekend for me. Oh, that is busy, isn't it? Really busy. Yeah, really busy. Fantastic. <laughs> um, all right, gentlemen, thank you so much. If we need to get hold of you, where do we find you, Paul? Um, I am on the Twitter and my handle is at Xbox Hub Paul. That um, is the joke that never gets old. <laughs> good. <laughs> um, Darren, where can we find you? Uh, I am also on Twitter, and my handle is at 27 Darren. Good. Um, Come Rich to the dark side, Darren. <laughs> Richard, where are you? I'm on Twitter and Instagram, and my handle is at Dobbo1912. Right. Yay, we've all got handles. Um, and you can find me on things on GB Briley on Twitter and Instagram. Um, now we're gonna, is we're, that your handle? That's not my handle. I don't know what that is. I'm not even sure that's correct still. Um, <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks' time. Because I can't do next week. So um, we'll see you then. Hopefully some more news, things going on. But for now, gentlemen, thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> 
you've been listening to the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. You had found all the notes of the show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook. 